0: It's the Everything 80s Podcast, with Franco in the Morning.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll.
0: Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Everything Eighties podcast. I am Franco in the morning. It's powered by Prime Eighty Two Restaurant. What is going on in the background of my partner? In po- Do you have a bird or something, my partner in podcasting, Sean?
1: No, I have a seventy-five pound pit bull who has to get her nails trimmed and is trotting around my hardwood floors. So that's what. I you-
0: thought your dog was a Labrador.
1: No, she's a, she's a pit with about 8% Labrador. But okay. listen, don't I, I can say the magic word and I'll show you that she's a pit bull. No, no, no. no. Okay.
0: Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, anyway, this is the uh, Everything 80s podcast. I am Franco from 100.9 Hits FM. You can listen to our 80s and a little bit of 90s station at BigHitsBigFun.com. And the podcast, of course, available at BigHitsBigFun.com and most of the socials. Sean Morton is a headlining comedian and dear friend of mine from uh, the New Jersey area, and uh, he's joining me on the podcast weekly, and it's so good to have you, Sean. Sean, by the way, is uh, an 80s brat and uh, know-it-all and loves to argue. Am I wrong about any of that?
1: Uh, And you're not wrong about any of that. Plus, you also really need to get more friends if you consider me one of your dear friends, because that's (laughs) the amount of abuse that I give you on a daily basis.
0: (laughs) Hit me with your best shot, baby.
1: You know? Oh, I'd love to, believe me.
0: But that reminds me of my friend Larry Don. Okay, this is a guy um, who asked me to be his best man. And I was happy to be recently, last year. Um, there was a time when he first met me, he hated me so much, right? So when he asked me, and we've developed a friendship, when he asked me to be uh, his best man during the toast, I was like, what is his life like that he's asking the guy he absolutely hated to be his best man? It was funny when <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, I've never met Larry, but uh,
0: I understand. He is very funny. Uh, and my back is in very bad shape thanks to Larry, so
1: mm, That yeah. does happen, though.
0: Well, no, here's why. Uh, he went on vacation with his lovely bride, Barbara, for their honeymoon. And Larry is an 80s freak like you. He has a DeLorean, like an 84 DeLorean, 86.
1: Whatever. Oh, that's yeah. the guy. Yeah, okay. So,
0: His garage was being worked on, and he asked if he could borrow our garage, and Kimberly, you know her. uh, She's like, I can have that stupid car in the garage, and I can't park for a week. And she did it for him, which I thought was nice. So Larry said, you know, drive it if you want, but don't let Barb know. And Barb sent me a message under no, do not ever drive this car all week. That's his baby. I don't want you to drive it. I will kick your ass. Well, (laughs) I drove it, uh, and hurt my back getting out of it. (laughs) Have you ever gotten into DeLorean? Did I lose you? Uh,
1: no, I have never been in a DeLorean, but I did drive a Miata one time, uh-huh. and that was that was quite comical because I was a large boy at the time when I was driving that.
0: Wait a minute! All the background noise stopped. What did you do?
1: I don't know. I don't know. But wow, there, there's a great. there's some commotion going on outside of my house. Oh, uh, all
0: right. Uh, that's because it's the paparazzi, right?
1: It could be, well. It could be. Yeah. All. All, uh, all. None of them.
0: So anyway, I got in the car with Stephanie, my stepdaughter. We sat in it, and she looked at me and said, "You're afraid to drive this, aren't you?" And I said, yes. <laughs> "The windshield is <laughs> so long, and it's down so low, and it's a five speed. I haven't driven a five speed in fifteen years. Um, so I didn't do it with her. I was going to pick her up at school, uh, but I did take it out and I drove like maybe a mile. I turned around, and brought it back. Then
1: when I got yeah, I ride, can't.
0: I got in the driveway Ooh. and I'm like doing the brake and the gas, and so I park and I get out and the back of the back end's still hanging out, half of it." You know, so oh, wow. So then I go back in and I'm oh my god, I'm gonna hit the wall. <laughs> so I parked it and I just left it and then when I got out, there goes my back. So I gotta
1: find I, it. I don't I don't blame you. I mean, first of all, I can't drive a stick to begin with. Yeah. So I would never I would never hit like, you know, eighty eight miles an hour at the exact moment that you'd have to drive that to go back in time. Yeah, you but know? They
0: don't go eighty eight miles an hour anyway, I don't think. Maybe.
1: Oh I can imagine. yeah, maybe sixty.
0: Yeah, but um yeah, so I was afraid you you, know, you remember the scene in Ferris Bueller, which is gonna be on your list, I'm sure.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. The Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, of my so, favorites.
0: All right, let's get to the uh, the podcast here. We're going to talk '80s movies. Now, in 1980, how old were you? I was 20. I was four. <laughs> Right, so you weren't really watching the movies that came, out. you weren't watching ET, which was like probably the big. No, I did. I, I
1: I grew up watching ET. ET came out in like '82 or '83. All
0: right, so let's stay. Let's go. Yeah, I remember when it was cool to have a bootleg of ET, right? And Coors beer. <laughs> if you had Coors Ooh. beer in a bootleg, you were going to get a little action on the couch with whoever you were with. I was just hoping not to crap my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of crapping your pants, Stephanie is going to see uh, Five Nights with Freddie tonight.
1: Oh I, I've seen uh, I've seen the previews for that yeah mm-hmm. she she might she might do that with the with that movie.
0: You know what looks scarier than that is the new um, Exorcist movie.
1: Uh, the first one to me is still one of the most terrifying movies oh, really that's ever is. been made.
0: It is like, like I've seen people say that The Shining is the scariest movie. To me, The Shining was more of a psychological thriller. It was a little spot scary. on, yeah, yeah, spot on, uh, and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Um, I mean, Stanley Kubrick only did six movies, and you know, all of them were brilliant.
1: Uh, I can take I can take gore, I just can't take uh jumpscare. I can't take psycho psychological stuff. Yeah. yeah I remember I remember in like the nineties there was a movie called In Dreams with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's right. And and I can vividly remember me and my friend Tom on a double date with these two girls and me and him were literally holding each other terrified while the girls were just chomping on popcorn like nothing <laughs> bothered them.
0: Made you feel like a man. I'm a man, Oh, yeah. Baby. Yeah,
1: neither, neither one of us got anything that night.
0: But anyway, anyway, if you had a bootleg of E.T. and some Coors beer, you were in good shape. That, I, I would believe that E.T. is the number one movie of the 1980s. Had to be. Box office. Watch. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, so let's go over some of your favorites from the 1980s. <clears throat>
1: So you mentioned in the beginning, uh, Ferris Bueller to me is a, a timeless classic. I think it's, it, it still resonates and it still holds up. And that's the thing that with 80s movies, you got to remember, a lot of them were very hokey. You know, there was a lot of uh, a lot of these movies really don't hold up very well anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they hold up to people my age because of the nostalgia. But I think Ferris Bueller is still one of those movies that you can actually, if if you're somebody my age, like 47, 48, Uh and you have like a a teenage kid. Like I have friends who have, you know, borderline teenage kids. You can watch that movie with them.
0: If you can get them to watch it, right? But here, let me say this because you always tell me. Oh, you always bring it back to the Beatles. Uh, You know who got back on the chart because of that movie?
1: The Beatles would Twist and Shout. Yes, I know. What a shock.
0: Back to the <laughs>
1: well, since we're talking about it, they have a new song coming out next yep. week, you know. Yeah, know. Yep. Now, now and then, which I'm, you know, I don't understand how they did that without two extra bullets.
0: Right. Anyway. Stop that now. <laughs> I banned somebody for TikTok for a comment like that. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're going
1: to ban me from the podcast with a horror.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that would suck for you, right?
1: Uh, uh, so let's see what else. Um, the '80s. I mean, a lot of my favorite movies still come from the '80s. Uh, here's a weird one. I don't know that you uh, you might agree with. I love the movie UHF with Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, God.
0: yes, yes.
1: I think it's a very underrated movie. It got panned in, in the theaters because yeah. obviously it was it was not the greatest movie of all time, but it became a cult classic. Yeah, um, That there's another one that's a cult classic that I'm not sure you probably have seen it. Amazon Women on the Moon.
0: Yeah, I probably don't I, – I know I've seen it. I don't remember how bad it so was. So it's, yeah.
1: um, it's, a, it's a weird movie. It's basically like all sketch and fake commercials that they put into uh, one big feature-length movie. So it opens up at Arsenio Hall uh, back when he was b- – before mm-hmm. the, the television show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great movie. It's kind of like Kentucky Fried movie from like the late 70s if you ever saw that. I think uh, it's I think if you if you talk about the eighties, there's one person that uh, if you're an eighties buff comes to mind is John Hughes. Oh
0: my god,
1: he was he is the quintessential eighties person. He
0: would write those movies in a weekend.
1: That's the scary in part a about
0: weekend, it. he was brilliant. And yeah, you know, that's there was never frightening an accusation of him being creepy to the young girls or any of that. He's just a good guy, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, man, so- Breakfast Club, um, Breakfast Club to me is is his quintessential. 80s movie uh oh, wait, did yeah, pretty in pink
0: I, I want to give out shout outs as you say these movies because i took a survey on tiktok at Franco shooting okay so uh, wanda the digital marketer put down breakfast club and pretty in pink and mm-hmm. somebody else had breakfast club uh, oh i ferris bueller was uh stewart stewart had ferris bueller uh so okay. shout out to Stuart. uh all right so keep going
1: my two uh favorite movies of uh probably all time actually Came out in the eighties, between eighty-five Rock, and eighty-seven. Rocky Four, Rocky Four, yep. which is the greatest of the franchise. Let's For just you. get this out of the way. For no, you. no, 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 no. Just like I will argue to the death that Vegas Vacation is the greatest of the vacation movies.
0: No. Oh well, yeah, Mr. Papa Lock Douglas,
1: Mr. Papa George, Nick Papa Giorgio from Yuma, Arizona. He's in computer software. Yeah, he has was, a wife and two kids. That was yes. Good. Yeah. That's a great one. Um, that plus uh, my all-time favorite movie, and I don't even know if you know this about me. My all-time it's favorite movie—it's
0: a romance, it's a rom-com. No,
1: it's not a rom-com. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles.
0: Oh God, it's a must every holiday season.
1: It's a must for Thanksgiving. Must. I'm I'm greatly looking forward to Thanksgiving this oh. year because it's it's on TBS and TNT twenty four seven. Uh, it has a lot of sentimental value for me. But to me, it's the quintessential straight guy versus the uh, goofball Great comedy. Comedy. Great comedy. What I mean, I can give you every line to that movie from the first scene to the last scene. I've probably seen it 600 times.
0: You know, I have a little tidbit on John Candy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was uh, in Home Alone, right? He wanted to be in it, right? And John Hughes paid him as an extra, 600 bucks. He, he was paid $600 to do that, uh, that role as the, uh, uh, the guy in the polka band.
1: I did not know that. Yeah,
0: $600. bucks. i have seen a picture of the check. But uh, I want to back up if I can. Cheryl, uh, who's a big fan of the uh, podcast and uh, everything I do. <laughs> uh, she had E.T. as her favorite. May in Waterbury, Connecticut also had E.T., You know what i'll just go over the whole list rather than yeah let's do it
1: Uh, et is a a great one i mean i think that's another one that still holds up
0: all right hang on i'm just gonna do uh this list so i've got angie in arizona teen witch was her favorite 80s movie well you're gonna love this name jen rex jen rex (laughs) uh she went with goonies Uh, i mentioned wanda had the breakfast club cheryl i mentioned ruth hooker who sometimes takes the night off and comes on my live uh, working girl, which made sense for her. No. Uh,
1: <laughs> you wait, wait, hold on. You thought that I would like the name Gen Rex over yeah, what's a, what? X no, Okay, Gen X or Rex?
0: Gen Rex. I just think that's a cool play on it. Uh, and
1: you have somebody with the word hooker as their last name, and you're telling me that the Rex is going to make me. <laughs> that's that's the one that's going to grab me.
0: I thought it would because you're a Generation X, and I thought that was clever. Yeah. Well, oh. like I said, Ruth Hooker will sometimes take the night off and come on my live. Okay. Uh, but I think she's like Pretty in Pink. I can't remember writing. Uh, Kimberly, my wife, is Pretty in Pink. Stewart, I said Ferris Bueller. Uh Wharf Rat. Warf Rat had Fast Times. And your buddy Stu Bob. Uh, Blues Brothers, Caddyshack, and Stripes. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah, you can't be. I mean, the 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 pudding wrestling or the or the. I forgot what they were wrestling in, in stripes. That's to me is, <laughs> as a right. as a kid, yeah, it was a mother wrestling. As a kid, like six, seven years old, oh, and you're seeing god, like high, half high. half boobs. Oh my god, it was yeah. the greatest thing ever. What about Caddyshack? Caddyshack, Caddyshack I uh, I appreciated a lot more later on in life.
0: Man, I don't
1: think really... I got it when I was younger. That and airplane you know, to me, a, yeah.
0: oh, airplane I didn't
1: really, get. Yeah, I didn't get those early on when um, I was a kid. But
0: airplane was my stepson Matthew's first boob. Frankie's first boob uh, and Colin, because I want to carry the tradition, um, was Lacey Underall in Caddyshack.
1: Okay, that was their first. All right, boob. but uh, I, I remember didn't... my first one was a uh, back when HBO used to show burlesque. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yeah, let's not turn this into a boob fest, bro.
1: Okay. Well, listen, that's okay. We're not saying anything bad. But I was like four or five, and I turned on HBO like eleven o'clock. Yeah, like eleven o'clock. Five? Yeah, I'm, I'm advanced i'm advanced <laughs> and uh yeah that was my uh that was my first foray yeah. it wasn't a movie
0: yeah. uh the hand that rocked the cradle i wanted to play the part as the baby but that's just a side note um so getting back to caddyshack uh she with a boy tears in his eyes i guess as he lines up this say shot
1: Bill, Bill Murray, my least favorite part of that movie, by the way.
0: Oh, God. He improved the whole thing. And he and Chevy yeah. Chase were barely on the outs. Chevy Chase is the biggest jerk in Hollywood. Everybody knows big him. Big time. He, he admits yep. it himself. I saw an interview. I don't know who it was. A guy was being interviewed. I don't know if he, he, he wasn't a celebrity. He was a, a writer or something. He said Chevy Chase was his hero. And he and Chevy Chase was backstage at some show. And, he said, uh, and Chevy Chase was talking. And he said, excuse me, Mr. Chase. I just want to tell you I'm a big fan. And he slapped him in the face and said, oh, don't wow. you see I'm talking to someone, I would have absolutely gotten arrested. I would have beat the crap Oh,
1: up. yeah. 100%. You know? and, There's and, and, very few people you should ever meet your heroes. and I,
0: Yeah, right. But I have seen him in interviews blatantly admit that, hey, it's done. It's done. I can't do anything about it. I'm the biggest ass in Hollywood, which makes Adam Sandler look even better as the most loved person in Hollywood. Which he truly he, is. Which he really is. You see what he did at his show last weekend? He was doing a show in San Jose, California, and there was trouble in the front row. Someone was, you know, needed medical attention. He stopped the show. Looked down and said, uh, medics, I need help over here. Everybody, excuse me. Let's get this person some help. There was a little bit of a round of applause, you know, like uh, really cool that he's doing that. They got the attention. The person was taken out on a stretcher or whatever, and they got a huge round of applause and went back to the show. So he's loved by his fans as much as mm-hmm. his friends. He takes care of everybody. But Chevy Chase, you know, why be such a jerk?
1: That yeah. happened to Matt Rife too. A girl had an epileptic seizure in the front row. He stopped the show, yeah. and when he when he was convinced that she was fine, she was like, "Yes, I'm fine. Can I get a picture?" And he goes, "Yeah, absolutely." Wow. And then she was, and then he brought her like some some merch and stuff, that she just kept talking to him. And uh, he goes, "Listen, uh, I think you're flirting with me at this point. If you think you were shaking before,
0: wait till later on."
1: <laughs> He's so quick, isn't he? He is. Brilliant. He's a brilliant absolutely brilliant. Brilliant,
0: brilliant comedian and he's really the next dane cook in my opinion uh, no, he's, he's really gonna blow him out of the water yeah yeah, but i'm just saying that's kind of where you know dane dane came from he came from that yeah. roots of being the hot comedian uh yeah yeah uh 100%. so I, I had a couple more honorable mentions here and i can't see them uh a just a 16 candles glenn breakfast club in St. Fire, and R! Uh, who's a great contributor to our page and just had knee surgery, so hang in there young guns, young guns and that 's everybody that
1: ah i didn 't like young guns yeah, yeah, right. yeah i'm not I, I, not my thing, not my thing yeah. uh better off dead we forgot to talk about mm-hmm. Uh, which I think was, I'm a huge uh, John Cusack fan. We'd, be, we'd be talking about him. You don't say anything as a classic movie. One I of the greatest laugh. scenes ever I've in great movie great history.
0: Great John Cusack story. First of all, I'm a big fan of John Cusack because he stands up for himself, and that's why he's blackballed in Hollywood. But mm-hmm. um, he, th- when they opened Mohegan Sun Hotel and Arena... Back then I was I was Franco back then and when I say that I mean I was kind of a bigger deal in radio back then in this market and not that I was ever a big deal but I would get invited to all this stuff so it was a red carpet thing and everyone has their cameras out and I come out and uh, everyone gets their cameras go, oh it's Franco <laughs> <laughs> and Ray, Ray, Ray for John Cusack who comes out and he is tall and just the nicest guy you know uh, and I love his movies too.
1: I don't like the self-deprecating thing that you're doing. I mean, listen, in all honesty, you're probably like my one of my top five favorite DJs in Thank you. Eastern Connecticut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do? Um, I got in radio, and we talk about radio a lot on my TikTok, because uh, there's, there's radio people on there, and said, so what inspired you to get in? And it was Dan Ingram. Now, you must know that name being from New oh, Jersey. Yep, Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. I love Danningham. Then he went on to do all those national ads, you know, those dirty rings, you try scubbing and soaking. And when I want to get off my high horse, I go on YouTube and I listen to him do a few breaks and I'm like, I'm not as good as I think I am. You know, he was, he was he could say so much in seven seconds. It was Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, you you always see somebody like when when you're in the arts and any kind yeah. of entertainment and you think that you're good yep, yep. and and then you you hear somebody who is like mm-hmm. on a next level
0: yeah there's yeah. another jock on cbs in new york uh and i hate to call him a dj is an injustice uh broadway bill lee is an mm-hmm. artist you've heard him i'm sure oh yeah uh he's he's kind of the dj hall of fame somebody asked me on my tiktok when are you going to get in i'm like it's not gonna happen, you know. Um, but I mean, Bill Lee is just so good, and he does that all without rehearsing. It just does it,
1: you know. It's just, yeah, it's it's, just, it's, just, it's humbling. You
0: know, for those of you who don't know who it is, you can check him out at CBS FM online. Uh, Brother Bill Lee says very creative stuff, but rhymes it the whole way through, and he's so tight, he hits the post, he hits everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my uh, most of the DJs from my generation as old farts got into radio because of Dan Ingram period um 100 and when i go uh, it was funny because i played an air check there's air checks of him on youtube and i played it for kimberly and she goes like wow he's really good i go he's better than me huh she goes <laughs> 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 i know he is i mean it was dan ingram but um yeah you know, all right so.
1: we have a couple we have a bunch more we right, have not guy, touched
0: okay, on i hear us
1: back to the future oh my god Another movie that still holds up and Teen Wolf. How do we not talk about the craziness oh, okay. of? Okay, so a guy magically becomes a werewolf, and we have no problem with him playing basketball with somebody, right? Right? No one worried about rabies in this world in the eighties. Uh, one another one of my personal favorites. Actually, the next two or two of my favorites: Stand by Me, which came from a Stephen King book. I think yep. that's another another movie that still you can show with your children as well. Uh, the Karate Kid that's another one if it's on it does not get changed i don't care at what point of the movie that it is
0: which one um, all of them or you know the
1: first only only yeah, the first yeah. you know we, we're talking a lot about comedies and stuff but then you have you know really amazing movies like raging bull with uh with de niro wow. the deer hunter with de niro i mean he he was really really but on Rain a different Man, level Man
0: was an amazing movie
1: Rain Man was. Uh, here's another one. They just announced they're going to do 24 hours of it on Tuesday, and I admit that I've never seen it. Beetlejuice.
0: You got to watch it.
1: I have never seen Beetlejuice. I can't believe a,
0: that being the Gen Rex.
1: This is a new podcast. Yeah. This is a new podcast that's being uh, toyed around with. That uh, a friend of mine wants to interview me of all the movies that I have not seen. I'm going to watch them as a 47 year old and then see what my opinion is now. Like, you know, Star Wars, I've never seen. So, what does it look like to me as a 47 year old watching them for the first time?
0: I'm not a fan. Kimberly's a big fan of Star Wars.
1: Never seen those. Lord of the Rings, Raiders of the Lost Ark, any of those trilogy, Die Hards, Rambos, any of those I've never seen. So that's that's going to be an upcoming show at some point. Um, I think is also uh, Beverly Hills Cop needs to be put on that list. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that really started to catapult Eddie Murphy into the next uh, stratosphere. Uh, and I think uh, I, I think you're right. I, I think I would definitely say that E. T. was the number one movie of the eighties. Yeah, would even say though I don't box
0: office wise, yeah, yeah, box um,
1: office wise, it was definitely the the, the biggest movie of the eighties, but um For me, it's a great—it's a great era. It was an absolutely great era. Granted, there was a ton of stinkers. I mean, a ton of well, stinkers. The so, Duck,
0: probably the worst movie of the. Okay, uh, Ishtar. Goes. Remember Ishtar? <laughs> Do you want to know my Ishtar?
1: Do you want to know my Ishtar story? I stay in Beverly Hills, right? And and Quentin Tarantino used to have movie nights at his house back on Twitter was just new. He would post on Twitter here. This is what I'm gonna to listen to. This is what I'm gonna watch. And he has like 400,000 movies He's on real. Freak. He's a freak. And he would just post what I'm going to watch. And it'd be like two random movies, say like, you know, Pulp Fiction and The Wizard of Oz. And he'd pick a hundred people, give them the address to his house. They'd come to his house. Well, it got a little crazy. He buys a theater in Beverly Hills. It's an old school, oh, yeah, one yeah, screen. Tell story, yeah. One screen theater. So like now I'm like, this is fantastic. I'm staying in Beverly Hills like 30 seconds away. And they only play one movie for a whole week. And I read it wrong thinking that it was Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which is another classic 80s oh, yeah, movie. And course. one of one of my favorites, I'm he like, I get to see of- this on the big screen. This is amazing, right? I'm going to enjoy this. will be the best day of my life. It's
0: good thing and you in
1: it, front of him at the other screen he was at. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Well, you finally, you finally hit one out of the park. Actually, you finally hit one out of uh, the infield. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking it's PB's big adventure. I read the paper wrong. It was Ishtar, and I'm like, I cannot feasibly spend two hours of vacation sitting in a movie theater watching this was horrific that the movie.
0: Barbara Streisand movie?
1: No, that was with Warren Beatty and uh, Dustin Hoffman when oh. they were in the desert. Oh. Ugh. Ugh horror I mean, beyond horrific. Yeah. Absolutely beyond <laughs> horrific. But uh, you got the Star Wars movies, um, the the Naked Gun. I mean, you can't you can't discount how great the Naked Gun trilogies were too. I think they started in the eighties and went into the nineties.
0: What about Indiana Jones? I just thought of I that. never I never saw, you never them. saw Indiana Jones. No, oh, I never like saw that. them. All right, hold on. You had to have seen and loved police academy movies being a comedian
1: i loved police academy <laughs> movies yes i loved police academy so
0: we're leaving out
1: uh, so much. we are leaving yeah. out but i think we should end with uh you know one of my personal favorites that you should never put baby in a corner dirty dancing oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. me yeah. it's a top 10 soundtrack ever
0: flash dance. You know, you gotta
1: uh, not a fan of those no dirty dancing for me was it because you know i did have the time of my life in the 80s so yeah. right. that's why it kind of okay. comes back
0: it was a great time for me to be on the radio because there was so much to do and you know it was just like radio we were like rock stars uh djs were back then now we're like oh different era they we're like you're still alive or why isn't he in a home <laughs> 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 uh, i want to mention just a couple more you end on your note fletch speaking of chevy chase i love fletch he's he was awesome in fletch never uh, saw it we did we mentioned blues brothers Stu bob said blues brothers cannonball run movies were funny you know they were corny but i liked them
1: smoky and the bandit yeah, is the better sally field yeah um oh my god how gorgeous was she in that movie
0: what about yeah what about field of dreams you know
1: never saw it yeah definitely.
0: that's one of marty housebergers uh he was my partner here Hmm? uh he's not here anymore but he he and i used to argue about field of dreams i thought it was stupid <laughs> i would just say
1: that yeah i never saw it going.
0: um and i also want i guess what i want to wrap up on is 80s mob movies of course right? why
1: because frank everybody franco is really only a dj as a disguise because he's actually the head of a mafia family
0: Stop that now.
1: in his mind
0: no but when you think of the 80s like for instance it took a decade for the mob movies to get better you know after godfather became the greatest film ever made uh, and set the pace on how to do a mob movie you know a mob story um then you know i would say the number one uh is scarface with al pacino
1: it's a good movie yeah, but when you watch it now it does not hold up but
0: yeah and now the leg <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think some of it holds up, but um, the interesting thing about that is it was a box office bomb and a video phenomena. You yeah, know, big time. Bo- Miami didn't want them there. They didn't want the attention. It was like the drug capital of the world um, you know, for coming into uh, the U.S. Once Upon a Time in America is what I think of, and I think of, believe it or not, Bad Boys with uh, Sean uh, Penn. Not so much as a mob movie, but you know a good story he's in jail and you know there's a lot of fighting in it and he's a badass in it and here's one that you probably like that you need to think of johnny dangerously never saw it you never oh you would like johnny at joe uh episcopal
1: yeah and, and michael keaton who you is a uh
0: ice holes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy don't hang me on a hook my father hung me on a hook once once but when you think just of, once, if you were to switch to '90s and started thinking about mob movies, well, yeah, Bronx Tale, Casino, uh, Goodfellas, Donnie Brasco, just to name a few. So it got mm-hmm. really the genre really got so much better. Uh, but anyway, this podcast was powered by Prime 82 Restaurant, which we're going to go to next time you're in town. Now, uh, have you in town? Come in early, have you know lunch or dinner there? Okay. I'm in. All right, Sean. Of course, the headlining comedian. Tell us about your podcast, uh, where people other than Stew Bob can find you
1: we uh have a little podcast called who's your band which we interview every yeah it's 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 got some traction it's got some traction but we interview everybody under the sun uh we're up to about 140 episodes right now somewhere around there over Mm -hmm. going on to our fourth year uh, we started right at the very beginning of the pandemic, so we're going on four years. You can go anywhere you listen to podcasts. We have it Apple Music, uh, iTunes, podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, blah blah blah.
0: All right, excellent, uh, Sean. We'll get you back in here for a show again soon. Not as far as the last show next time, okay? No weekend sun for you because it was a long ride. Uh, but I do appreciate your time and coming in and giving us your insight. It's always fun. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Later. Later.